Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Once again, Midfly Brawl is brought to you by our good mates at Heaps Normal. Heaps Normal, delicious, independent, non-alcoholic beer. Get to heapsnormal.com. Chuck in duty free at checkout for free shipping around Australia. Yes. Anywhere in Australia, you reckon? You get a carton to like a regional far outpost. I'd like to see that tested. Well, that's what they fucking said, so they have to do it. All right. I wonder, could you do it at a consulate? Like if if you're at the Serbia consulate, the Australian consulate (laughs) in Belgrade. Technically an Australian address. (laughs) Give me my fucking heaps normal. Yeah, yeah. Well, sucked in, guys. You're up for some shipping to some overseas posts. But get around them, heapsnormal.com. It is good stuff. Mm. Hey, I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. Throughout human history, there have been countless scuffles, melees and fracasses. When planes were invented, we didn't magically just stop belting the shit out of each other. So, ladies and gentlemen, strap in, kick your shoes off, recline your seat without checking, drink your duty-free and start staring aggressively at strangers... This is Mid-Flight Brawl. Mid-Air Madness, passengers trading blows. Mid-Air Brawl on board a scoot flight from the Gulf. At LAX. Thrown off a flight from Bali. A disruptive passenger on board. Cussing, screaming, spitting, even urinating. Many of them have been captured on cell phones. Where's the lady that started the 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 fucking talking to me? I hope this crashes. Out the fucking door! Welcome to Mid-Flight Brawl. Any tip rack can fly now and here's what happens when they do. I'm Nick Cody. And I'm Luke Heggie. There you go, mate. Mate, living the dream. Comedy yeah. festival time. Oh, most wonderful time just... of the year. Yeah, it's pretty good. Sun shining, finally. It's usually good here. Yeah, I made a terrible mistake doing a nine thirty pm show. Yeah, I'm beginning to think it's a bit too late for me now too. Like a lot of wrinklies coming in, yeah. and some sending messages going, "No, it's too late." Yeah. Oh, yeah. Some it probably of the, is really. Some of the people that love you though, they would have. They could have gone to bed eight hours before that. They've woken up for the next day already. Yeah. They're fresh at night. Oh, there's that, there's that brekkie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, best time of day. Yeah. Love an early riser. Early <laughs> rising old person. I'd like to think if I was a wrinkly, I'd just go out whenever. I'd just do yeah. that. Have a nap and Man, go out I, at midnight for a show. Who cares? I, they're my favourite people in the crowd. I had someone in the, the crowd the other day in their 80s. Yeah. Out at fucking 10.30 on a Friday. That's great. Awesome. I had some couple of nights, honest, like a Sunday night late. Oh, Sunday, yeah, one of those nights late, and a bunch of them. This bunch of old women have been coming every year. Remember Quite that nice. bloke? Because um, we didn't talk about when we we're in Adelaide the other week. We we're talking about one bloke in the sauna, but I yeah. think every person that was in the sauna <laughs> with us was a fuckwit <laughs> of oh, varying degrees. It's fairly standard. The most annoying one was the young guy who was telling us he can do ten minutes in the plunge pool or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then he said, "When are you boys on? What time's your show on?" We said, I don't know, 7.30 and he's like, yeah, some, some mates of mine from work wanted to see, see stuff but I'm like, poor, I wouldn't get to bed until 9.30, 10 at night. Yeah. Who cares, you what fucking loser. Absolute loser. Yeah. Like no, what a, yeah, <laughs> 10 months of the plunge pool, try to, 10 minutes, try to tell us you're tough, I could yeah. smack him. That's <laughs> absolutely appalling saying that. Yuck. I can't get to bed until 9.30. Yeah. For my job that starts 12 hours later. Oh, oh man. Fuck off. Um, fuck right off. But yeah, I'm, I'm Melbourne Comedy Festival rolling along fairly well. I'm shifting some units, I'll tell you what, after my shows. Some and, pencils. And uh, gentlemen prefer cash and people have been quite uh, cash heavy. I like yep. it. Um, COVID seems to be spreading amongst the comics, not us, touch wood. Yeah. I have been Can't get it if you don't doing get all sorts of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I feel pretty good, but yeah, no, I don't want to jinx it. Fine. Don't want to jinx it just yet, but yeah. Oh, man. Going I, right. I told you, when with the gala taping the other week, Melbourne International Comedy Festival Gala filmed at the Palais um, and they made everyone do rat tests before even the sound check. So you had to stand out in this car park area, get a rat test. And I am not, a little bit um, uh, superstitious, not really, but occasionally. Yeah. But on this rat oh, I've test. Seen, I've seen your rattling door handles. 
Oh, yeah. That's got to check seven or eight times before you go. Um, I, uh, I was so, I was like, I don't have it, guys. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. It's fucking moon walking around the car park doing yeah. handstands. I mean, that's I all you need it. is a it's positive attitude. It's in your head. Yeah. <laughs> you think you've not got it, you'll pass the rap. Yeah. That's all yeah. you got to do. Positive can do attitude. Um, there's a couple million people on this planet that were clearly glass half empty types. Yeah. <laughs> Good riddance. <laughs> Negativity's a killer. Um, Husey got COVID. Yeah. But uh, every cloud, I've moved up to his room, a bit bigger than mine. Oh, really? So, yeah. Cheers, <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>, mate. <laughs> I could shift some more tickets now. Fuck yeah. yeah Silver good. linings indeed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Someone's, there's got to be a winner. This yeah. battler needs a win every now and then. Yeah. Instead just, of just take, got one. take lemons, make lemonade, you've taken someone's COVID positive, mm. turned it into a COVID profit. Yeah. Wipe down his mic. In I go. Good to go. <laughs> you just put your own mic on, the one you're holding now, the gold radio mic yeah. that you got. <laughs> the old-fashioned mic. Your mate Lawsy, the gold mic, <laughs> that's actually one of those old ones, isn't it? Like the old style, is it? Does it look like that? I don't know. Oldie style. Well, you've talked into it at his house. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> um, Anyone that wears a suit for radio, Jesus Christ. Oh, yeah. Grim. Yeah. Um, City of Love, though, down here. City of Love and Tolerance, Melbourne. Mm-hmm. Um Took a day off the other day. Someone pinched my fucking bike lights. And oh, then, really? Uh, and so, I assume same person tried to put a key into my lock, snapped wow. a fucking key off in it, didn't they? Yeah. So I had to get Brett Blake to bring his grinder in and grind off the lock. And, uh, yeah, you, Brett Blake, if you haven't seen him, look up his gala spot, ripper spot, and the type of bloke like, you know, Heggy always gets around with a Stanley knife. Blakey is the bloke to get around with a grinder at all yeah. times, yeah. I reckon. Well, I Not the app I'd... like you have on your phone. I mean the actual <laughs> grinder. <Yes>. And uh, <laughs> I didn't bring my grinder down from Sydney, so I had to get Blakey to come in. With but he, he came into the European Beer Cafe. I was there the other night, oh, yeah. Sunday night, having a beer uh, with Max Price, a mate of ours, his lovely partner, Leah. And uh, we're having a beer and Blakey just walks in, pulls a grinder out and goes, Heggy, let's fucking go. And yeah. you're like, yeah, see you, Cody. No explanation of why he's got yeah, a grinder, yeah. why you're leaving with him. He fucking ran in and turned it on before that, just yeah. ran into a crowded pub and turned on the grinder. I'm like, mate, fucking take it easy. I don't know. <laughs> he's that type of bloke. Pretty good. Um, in my, uh, what is it? Uh, Midflight Brawl alumni has been in the news lately, you're telling me. Oh, yeah, Ruby Tuesday. Uh, Ruby Tuesday Matthews. <laughs> she was, uh, <laughs> she got busted the other day. Bit of an embarrassing Instagram oh. mistake. Yeah. Uh, she did a QA session, um, AMA, ask yeah. me anything. Pretty much a mistake to start with that. Yeah. I've, I've, I've participated in this sort of thing. I don't like it. But, no. uh, you know, it's not a great, not a great start. Well, uh, she said, you, yeah, you could submit questions. And she opened up by saying she wanted to catch up. It's been a while. Let's catch up yeah. with her fans. And uh, she copied one of the questions that came through, preferred brand of electronics that you've purchased for the new pad? How do you decide? And uh, she said, funny you asked this, and then went on to advertise major brands, Samsung, LG, Melee, Fisher & Paykel, in a lengthy response. Are they um, all affiliated with each other, these ones, suspiciously? I think they're all different. I'd smell a rat as soon as that's a question. As if someone's asking that. That's exactly what I thought. Yeah. Nobody, nobody is writing to Ruby Tuesday a question with the words preferred and electronics. No. It'd be, oi, babe, where's your fridge from? Yeah. Well, yeah. Probably a lot of other questions pre that, I would think. (laughs) Um, Oh, good stuff. But she wrote that question to herself. Um, Yeah, and got done for it. But good news, get on board because at the end of her post she said, I'll keep you updated once we start installing. And that's one of your favourites, we. Installing what? The different electronics and things oh, in right. her place. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She's, she's, uh, yeah. she's doing She'll that. She'll be helping them up the stairs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lads, I'll get on the other side of the fridge. <laughs> She'll be sitting on the fucking fridge doing lines <laughs> off the top. Breakfast time. Allegedly. Well, she said it, didn't she? <laughs> Coffee and cocaine. Trim and figure. Cig- and cigarettes. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> um, yeah, we, we, we should get stuck in, shall we? Yeah, let's All do right. it. All right. So this week, mate, uh, if you can cast your mind back, way back, Ooh. to December 23, 1964. Wow. 
Los Angeles to Houston TX. Uh, Tejas. One of the first ever reported incidents on a plane. Incredible. In There's a reason for that. Sure, there were some duels and gloves slapped across faces well before this over plane issues. Well, we, we, we've got a, an episode coming up, a crossover episode oh, yeah. with the legends over at Do Go On, comedy mm. history podcast. We do a pod together and um, I believe that's coming out next week. And uh, I think your, your theory was the first ever plane punch on was just the Wright brothers. Like an oath it was. <laughs> no question. They didn't talk about it, but of course. Yeah. You ever done well, you don't have a brother. If you've ever done anything with a brother, yeah. There's a punch. Yeah. Oh, there's yeah, even something that starts out well. See, my wife hates this because she grew up with sisters. Um, I grew up with a sister, so rarely any punch ons. Mm. Um, but everyone keeps telling us the boys will fight at oh, some point. Fucking and she doesn't believe it. Out. I'm yeah. like, I don't care how many tutus he's got in his costume box. Those two boys are going to punch on. Of course they are. Surprised yeah. they haven't started. Yeah. Well, they sort of have. Yeah. Charlie turns a hug into a rear naked choke pretty quick. Yeah. And Maxie, uh, Maxie, the little bub, is a big fan of the grabbing the shirt, trying to drag his three-year-old brother along. Was he shirt front? Like the Otala style or more that yeah. AFL one? They oh. do that silly little, you know, <laughs> one-inch wind-up punch thing they do to yeah. the chin. The shirt punch. Shirt punch. Pull them forward, push them back. Yeah. And go through with the fist. Yeah. Fights. You'd want to get all the elastine out of your singlet if you played that game. So there's not much give. <laughs> so you can come back. If you is that a legal move? If you're holding the shirt, you can just whack someone. Maybe you've got to uh, maybe you've got to cut the top of the jumper, uh, thunder so from down under. So they style. fall off. Yeah. So when they grab it, it just rips. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Install little buttons down the front. <laughs> see if anyone's sus. Um, yeah. The. Um, Major difference with this one, though, is that it involved a famous face. So um, the none other than the Beach Boys were on board this plane, and it was a tumultuous time for the lads. They'd, um, they'd changed record companies, had some creative disputes. Uh, they wanted to get away from the surf sound mm. and stop resting on their laurels. Good one, dickheads. Yeah. Quite, quite admirable, in it, as a concept, until it doesn't pay so much to change. Mm. Not unlike a performer who puts on a costume and finds success largely due to the stupidity of the general public. And then one day wants to come out and say, no, I'm more, on the, I'm more than the costume. Love me for me. And they fail, obviously, and their wives say, put the costume back on, fuckhead. We've got a mortgage. Be like when you quit radio. <laughs> Get back on, stupid. <laughs> Get another job. We're moving to the Central Coast. We'll take whatever. We'll take anything. CFM. That um, actually sounds all right. Imagine if you just didn't care about stand-up, just doing radio in a beachside town. That's what it is for them, I think. Yeah. Well, it's a fantastic life. Yeah. I wouldn't, yeah. I mean, I do knock it, but um, <laughs> I should Really, You really stopped yourself there. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not I'm saying a- anything about Yeah, I am, actually. <laughs> it's terrible. Um, I don't know if any of you were privy to the Beach Boys' return to their signature beach sound in the late 80s, but it was fucking embarrassing. No, because I was just born. Oh, Kokomo made me want to – I was ashamed to be alive. What's Fucking Kokomo? Yuck. Oh, Doesn't sound great. Like a, like a superannuation era oh, yeah. you know, song <laughs> that they put out trying to get back to the original sound. Um, anyway, the incident, they're on this plane, right? How long into the flight do you reckon there was a problem? I'll give you the amount of money oh. if you tell me the exact minute Brian Wilson kicked off. The amount of money? Mm-hmm. To the minute. Oh, I'll give you a buck per minute. A buck per minute. Mm. So hold on. So if I say three hours, that's one hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah, you wouldn't. You wouldn't go that high. Forty-seven minutes. Nope. Five. Five minutes. <laughs> Jeez. I would have killed a fiver off right now. I'm giving you that. Um, <laughs> I should have guessed. You've got it out. <laughs> yeah. It's got four Cody on a post-it note. <laughs> there are enough clues. I got five buck notes under my armpits for all the merch I'm flogging. Um. Yeah, he's had a he's had a good old fashioned breakdown, and this is 1964. Don't forget when the only people who were allowed to have nervous breakdowns were famous men. Uh, everyone else had just had to keep it inside. Um, on a serious note, while we're here, thank goodness everybody is now talking about their mental health. Yeah, incessantly. Everyone. Yeah, get it out. Uh, symptoms of a nervous breakdown, and here's oh, yeah. something to look out for, <laughs> folks. Yep. Include irritability, getting angry easily and losing interest in your favourite activities. 
I don't know. That's just being tired. That's just all of us on a daily basis living yeah. life. That's how I'm it is. mentally ill. Two kids under three. Yeah. I mean, there's – oh, yeah, technically. There's some other stuff in there for warning signs, but those are the ones to look out for. That plus shaving your head, I reckon. You can chuck mm. on that. Oh, just, yeah. Just no reason. Shaved my head one day. Yeah. No warning. Didn't tell anyone. Just did it. Yeah. Oh. Like a first day of COVID lockdowns a couple of years ago. I remember everyone oh. shaving heads. Yeah. So, nothing man, Nothing else to do. You got lice as well as COVID, do you? Jesus. <laughs> you poor fella. Um, some people have helpfully compiled lists of famous people who have had breakdowns. Fuck yeah. So you can always just go there to feel better that about yourself. Mentalpedia. <laughs> Which is not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably the root of the problem to start with is um, just trying to feel better about yourself by putting others down. Um, Brian Wilson, rooted from all the touring. Yeah. He's, uh, he's on the plane. He's just started crying and making shrieking noises. To be fair, at the time, planes would have been shit. Yeah. Do you think that was why he was upset? Wouldn't have helped. There was more to it. <laughs> but I think actually people thought planes were brilliant then. They probably were about as they are now, before they got better and now they've gotten worse. Oh, yeah. I think I think the, the joy of flying was still a thing. Yeah. So like, man, we're, they would have been first class. See, but that – and that's when when everyone yells at boomers now, fuck you with your, you know, three houses cost $8,000 each. Mm. But a flight to the UK costs the equivalent of fucking 30 grand. Yeah. So you've got to pick You'd one. nearly have to sell a house to, yeah. to go. Yeah. You could go around the world at the minute. And get changed from a hundred, I reckon, depending on the airlines you pick. Oh yeah, got to look at the positives. Done it. Yeah, <laughs> the avocado sandwich generation, or whatever <laughs> we're we're called. Um, yeah, he's he's uh, whatever mate, we're called. I don't oh, know if we're in the called. same. Sorry, definitely not me. Although somehow I've fucking managed to elude the boomer richness or whatever it is. Um, he's making shrieking noises, and he started screaming into a pillow, so just standard stuff, really, yeah. and then. Then he spun out of his seat and started sobbing on the cabin floor. <laughs> Is what we assume it sounded like. I think his like. bandmates all joined in. <laughs> he starts crying. They all go to harmonising behind him. That's the surf sound. <laughs> That's the sound I would like to have when I open my laptop. Do you reckon I can change it? Yeah, I could could make that happen for you. What? You can get rid of that Apple one. I assume so. The end of um, Day in the Life. I'm going to do something that you may not be capable of once this is finished and that is Google the question you just asked me and figure it out from there. Well, I wouldn't bother doing it because the the instructions are convoluted and I'll probably just wipe everything off my fucking computer. There's a lot of important things on this. I'm not going to mess around with it. Anyway, Brian, Brian was just tired, all right? We'll, we'll make it tired. your text message tone as well. What? And then we'll just make a Beach Boy song, your ringtone. There you go. It's oh, covered. no, I'm not having a ringtone. I'll, I'll no. definitely have that for the text message tone. Can you do that? Yeah. Oh, sick. All right. On my phone. Yeah. I reckon you can do that. Yeah. Okay. We're doing it. Um, Got to take a break, everyone. Like One minute you, you're working really hard, trying to fulfill your requirements. Next, you're in a parked car a couple of blocks from home, screaming yourself hoarse. So... <laughs> Take a slippery slope. Get a bit of me time. <laughs> Look after the M and the E. Oh, yeah. Got to check in. the time. <laughs> Always check in. Ask yourself how you're going. Not out loud in front of other people. That's even worse. If it makes you take a quiet moment for a walk and go, I got to check in with the M and the E. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> reckon he does that in the mirror. Just goes, all right, all right, all right. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, when, when he walks past one, has a look, like Fonzie. I reckon that's all right, all right, all right. He'd be a transcendental meditation person. That's probably oh, his. No that's his om. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Just that <laughs> Just all day. Just 20 minutes. <laughs> Fuck me. Do, they, do you have to have your own mantra that you yeah, bring apparently. into that? Yeah, right. Um, I looked into it. You've got to go to a transcendental meditation. You've got to go to a TM. TM. What? You, you've got to go to a trademarked transcendental, transcendental meditation place, oh, yeah, which yeah. I thought you'd appreciate. Oh. A TM, TM. Yeah. Big not, TM, little TM. <laughs> oh, it's not something you can just get. No. You know, no way. Yeah. I mean, spirituality ain't fucking free. Never has been. <laughs> um, they offered him refreshments and he said, I don't want any food. Get away from me. Five minutes in. Five minutes in. That's not bad. And because it was 1964, they didn't turn back. <laughs> 
Oh. Just kept going for three hours to Houston. Fuck it. He's not the only bastard on the plane. Um, probably 20 years away at that stage from, from diverting a plane. Yeah. Unless it's being hijacked. Also, when was it? 1960. 64. Just have a dart. Chill out, man. Yeah. They should have lit up <laughs> you know, a dart in between each finger and just put it near him. Go, okay, mate. Do that for three hours. he would be all right. Um, I don't know if he smoked, actually. He had a, his voice was too, you know, I don't know. It's not a smoker's voice, mm. I believe, that he had. Um, he, he got to the other end and uh, he was catatonic. Didn't want to get off the plane. They all said, get off the fucking plane, Brian. And um, he eventually got dragged off. And he, he didn't play the concert that night with the boys. Always. Do you ever feel that way when you hop off a flight? And there's people sort of 10 rows in front of you. Everyone's walking past. I get it if they're old or whatever, waiting for a wheelchair. But occasionally you just get a young bloke just staring at the seat. You go, well, he walked on. Oh, Why they're waiting he... for someone to take him off. Or just the white, like, what are you doing? Yeah. You want more plane seat time. Get the well, fuck off. I've, I've not done that until I'm last. But, yeah, I, yeah, if I've got to pick up a bag at Carousel, I'd rather be on the plane. Getting less angry than standing at the carousel watching the fuckheads stand an inch from the carousel and I've got to barge through them to get my bag. Um, I had to look up what it was that they were doing that night and uh, it was their first appearance on Shindig on ABC TV, a half-hour music variety TV show, not unlike our very own Countdown, Mm. hosted by a pre-ladder Molly Meldrum, uh, Australian icon with appalling diction. Um, (laughs) The Beach Boys performed a few hits and a few fucking Christmas songs too without Brian. Oh, no Brian. No Brian. No lead singer. Still did it. Wow. Nobody notices. Just so many harmonies going through. Like, where's Brian? (laughs) Don't know. Must be there somewhere. Sounds the same. Um, I guess that at that time too, the the stereo quality, the sound quality on a TV, this is in the Falcon era. Oh, no. When you could get Ripper sound for a couple hundred bucks. This is... With change. It's fucking coming through mono. Who cares? Yeah. If there was two or a hundred of them, it would all sound the same, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> um, they sent Brian back to LA the next day on a plane and then uh, talent agent Lauren Darrow said Brian was faking mental health issues to get off the road. Good bloke. Uh, far <laughs> Hold more, on, the agent said that? Yeah, he's sick. He's, <laughs> uh, far more dismissive of your less tangible illnesses back then. Um Brian then, like to double down on being accused of that, he's followed this up by refusing to leave California for 12 years, confining himself to the house for a fair bit of that. Um, well, he's, he has doubled down. Yeah. But then, yeah. you know, he's made good. His, uh, his good mate and talent agent, Lauren Darrow, rallied around him and got him into drugs. Oh, um, great. Yeah, pretty good. Well, he's inside with nothing to do. Mm. Get him, him in some, you. Give him some LSD. Brian's first ever LSD trip. Yielded the big hit California Girls. Ooh. So every cloud. Also ruined his life, but art ain't free, is it? Definitely not. Uh, unless you just pirate shit and never pay. <laughs> but then you'd be listening to ads, so that's not free, is it? Yeah. Good time to plug Patreon, by the way. If you oh, want, yeah. don't want to get these pesky ads that just pop up mid-sentence. Patreon.com slash midflight brawl. Get in there. There's over 40 apps. Yeah. And uh, like in my limited experience, people are forced to listen to ads on a podcast they consume for free, for example. They love a fucking whinge. Mm. Had a bit of that. By the way, shout out to Acast for just – when we signed with Acast as the new podcast host, they sent us a list of about 20,000 fucking things that it's like maybe don't – if you don't want any of those things involved, and mm. I believe we just put real estate. Yeah. and Maybe religion? Yeah, religion. Yeah. No, real estate and religion. <laughs> and uh, – and someone texted the other day and said, hey, boys, you've got a Macca's ad in there. Oh, yeah. Who are theoretically one of the largest real estate holders in the world. And arguably religion. That's all their cash. Yeah. Own that land, that Macca's land. Well, I've just taken probably two or three cents back from my painful year at McDonald's when I was a kid. <laughs> Fucking bad time. Yeah, you worked at which one in Brizzy? Tuong. It's yeah. gone. Oh, no more. Tuong Village Macca's. One of those little ones, little yeah. you know, food court. Oh, small frontage. Oh, no, no drive-through. No, thank fuck. Jesus Christ. Yeah. A lot of of people would have had thick shakes spilled through the driver's window (laughs) if I was on the (laughs) drive-through. Oh, sorry. Heads up. I didn't know you worked at a food court, Macca's. Yes, it was the pits. 
Absolutely awful. I anyway. love seeing a food court employee eating food from another joint. It's always good. Oh, you wouldn't eat. You yeah. just see a KFC owner, you know, KFC shirt owner eating a Red Rooster wrap or something. Oh, yeah, great. Change yeah. teams. Yeah. My mates came in once and just started chucking food around in the food court and like, you know, pickles on the ceiling and shit. Yeah, like, that's what they're for. Come on. Yeah. Fuck. It's like the Kinder Surprise in a fucking <laughs> cheeseburger. Oh, pickles again. Let's have a race. <laughs> well, it used to be, like we used to hate pickles in a burger, but now it's now it's cool. Oh, now they give you a big fucking pickle on the side. Mm. I don't know. Mad for it. Love a pickle. Yeah, time's changed, don't they? You can't, can't stop the wheels in, in motion. You can't stop progress. Um, big wheels, think, big wheels keep on turning. <laughs> it does make you think. Um. A lot of people, though, rallied around Brian in his time of need. You, Eugene Landy, psychologist, uh, signed Brian up as a patient. Um, Landy's a classic American dreamer. He dreamed of, of a teenager. When he was a teenager, he dreamed of being in showbiz, but lack of any discernible talent held him back. So he, he started managing George Benson. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. For a bit, then he got a psych degree from the illustrious University of Oklahoma. Go Sooners! Ooh. Sooners is that yeah. their name? Sooners. Yeah. Sooners. Wow, no wonder they've never won. Um, they've won fucking heaps, have they? College football. Yet I've yeah, never heard massive. of them. All oh, yeah. right, college football. Yeah, whatever. Um, oh, do you mean like you've never heard it next to someone's degree before? A successful person. Yeah. That that and football, I've never heard yeah. of. Yeah, fair enough. I've heard of Oklahoma, but like the musical or something, which will be in Melbourne soon enough, I'm sure. No, no, no. They're too busy. What's the one here at the minute? Oh, Moulin, what Moulin, is it? Moulin Rouge. Oh. oh, no, you're thinking Jagged Little Pill, Alanis Morissette's musical. Jesus Christ. About time. Yeah. <laughs> Moulin Rouge, I ride my bike past on a nightly basis and people just jaywalk out from Moulin Rouge. Glad we, I would run one over and cop a broken arm, no problem. You wouldn't. Just, I would. I reckon you can. My choice. You can run over people leaving a musical on your fold-up bike and not feel it. <laughs> oh, little wheels. <laughs> run one of them over someone's head. You'd probably come off. If you're going yeah. fifty. Moulin Rouge, though. I, I, uh, my wife went and saw it the other week, mm. and I think it's just a really expensive cover band. They're just doing songs from now. Are they? Yeah. What? What a, there's a bit of Moulin, actual Moulin there? Rouge, and then there's just a bit of there's just a bunch of covers. Ah, yuck. Um, man, if someone gave me tickets to that, I'll put them in the bin. <laughs> and then I'd sell the tickets. <laughs> hey, um, uh, Eugene has signed up a bunch of celebrity clients <laughs> at the Sorry. time. Sorry, hey. <laughs> I've just been in Adelaide. They do a bit of that at the end of a joke. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Get the eyebrows up and down. Hey. Lean forward. Hey. You know what I mean? You get what I'm saying? It's one new catchphrase. Come to my show, I do it about every minute or so. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If you have seen Luke Heggie this year, you may notice something different, and that is in your hour, mm. there is upwards of two times you almost smile. So I don't know what this newfound positivity is. In your stand-up. Oh, no, that's gone. It was just because I wasn't used to it yet. <laughs> now I've heard myself say it fucking yeah. seven or eight times. Yeah. Done. No more yeah. smiling. Um, Cheeks hurt. Stopped it. Yeah, it's pointless, isn't it? Um, well, unless you want to train people when to fucking laugh during your stand-up. <laughs> Smiling's a bit of a weak move. I just hold, I just drop the mic down and hold my hands out. Eh? And just wait. Do yeah. that. Eh? <laughs> Maybe get your thumbs under your suspenders for a second. <laughs> Um, he uh, he signed up Alice Cooper and Marsha from Brady Bunch. Right. But he's by far his biggest cash cow was Brian. That's a oh, long, yeah. long illness. Not much in him to fucking cure Brian. 
Eugene was dispensing expert therapeutic advice despite being on his fourth marriage, whatever. Uh, I mean, we all watch masterclasses on how to be a great comedian or a best-selling author conducted by people we've never seen before, so why not? Um, how much do you reckon they're getting paid those? Like I, that masterclass, you know, it'll be Gordon Ramsay teach you how to cook. Yeah. Steve Martin will teach you about comedy. Yeah. Judd Apatow. It's got to be coin. Yeah, you'd think so. But then why don't you just turn on your TV? Like you could see Gordon Ramsay cooking yeah. on YouTube. I imagine there are thousands of videos. Mm. Look up the meal you want to do. Someone's on there cooking it. I love when someone puts in some great um, great effort to film in high def, sometimes 4K, mm. just really shit meals. I love a fake YouTube cooking. Oh, yeah. It's like two-minute noodles. I'll show you how it's done. Yeah. There's a fucking sweep shot. Yeah, <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> When do you think you're going to put out your how-to stand-up comedy videos? Let's see. Maybe third kid. Yeah. Yeah. Good on you. <laughs> I mean, with Steve Martin, just watch some of his comedy and work yeah. backwards from there. Why do you? Stand-up comedy classes for the uninitiated, don't do it. Do not do them. There's only one way to do it and that is stand-up a lot. What Take. happens if I bomb? You will heaps. Yeah. Even later? Yes. Oh, I bombed twice last night before my show. Oh, did you? Fucking yeah. Yeah, good. Did a couple of spots and just fucking took one. Yeah, great. Terrible. Terrible. Couldn't have hated me more. I've got a corporate this week. There's a countdown time. I do a bomb in my house. Yeah. (laughs) Usually it's just a cistern filling up. But there's no no cords to cut to save the day. Yeah. Just I've got to go out there and fucking take it. (laughs) Yeah. Take your medicine. Um. Even Brian, though, let Eugene go because of the extortionate fees. It's uh, nothing if, if not tenacious, old Eugene. He managed to sign Brian back. Wow. In 1982. And then. Oh, is it like when you leave a newspaper subscription? Yeah. And the going. age are like, well, it was three bucks a week. I'll give it to you for a fucking dollar ten. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like that. But then Eugene also became his therapist, executive producer, business manager, co songwriter, and business advisor. Jesus. So. Is he actually, are they a couple? Like that sounds like something. Yeah. Well, it's That a, sounds like a pop star's new partner after yeah. they've divorced the old one. <laughs> Go, fuck, you just love dividing the assets. One of those that's always bothered me is a female athlete and their husband's the coach and the manager and the business advisor and everything. It's like, oh, that's yeah. a bad time. Like don't, don't do it. Get someone else. <laughs> um, he remained in these pivoted positions until 1992 when a California court order pro- prohibited him from ever contacting Brian again. Wow. Brian's new missus got him out of that. Incidentally, exactly the same time she installed herself as his manager. Oh, great. So, so <laughs> fucking called it, man. <laughs> History oh, repeats. Yeah. Um, Marilyn's his new missus, I believe. I can't remember. We'll get to that later. In 1989, the, uh, the daughter of John and Michelle Phillips of Mamas and Papas fame, China, C-H-Y-N-N-A, formed a band with Carney and Wendy Wilson, Brian's daughters. Wilson, Wilson Phillips had a few massive hits, three number ones in fact. Wow. And this is the inherent danger of, of a child wanting to follow in the footsteps of their parents unless it's a car dealership. Fucking bad idea. Someday somebody's going to make you want to turn around and say goodbye, say goodbye. Until then, baby, are you going to let them hold you down and make you cry? Don't you know? Don't you know? Now a chain and some listeners will be surprised there. You know, why is Heggy playing his walkout song? It's not. It's to do with this story. Man, it gives, me the, now. gives me the shivers, that <laughs> terrible, bad memories of that time, that era, that song getting overplayed. still being played now. Yeah. Flick on the radio, that'll be on. <laughs> Fucking hell. I didn't know that was his daughter. Two, two of his daughters, in fact. Two of them. Yeah, but um, I that's mean, pretty good then. Three number ones. It's fine. It's not normally. What do you mean it's fine? They've done well there. Yeah. Considering the general, if I'm going to try and emulate oh. mum or dad's success, it's normally an absolute disaster. Well, three number ones is better is. than a lot of people. Oh, they've done well cash wise, but uh, artistically, arguably not. Mm. Fucking gross. Not for me. I mean, you know, follow your dreams, everyone. <laughs> In my house, no one's going near a fucking microphone. <laughs> I don't want to put a dampener on their lives. They can do whatever they want, just not this, all right? 
going to be bad. It's going to turn out badly. Hey, well, you you do have a son that's a a big um, you know, he's he's in it now. He's in our business after his first little appearance. Oh yeah, <laughs> top of his head appeared in Botlo a few weeks ago. <laughs> You've seen Botlo. The episode that I'm in, the little bloke next to me whose face you can't see, Heggy's kid. Yeah. <laughs> you see him from the eyes up. Fucking nepotism. <laughs> That's how it starts, mm. making your kids work for free. <laughs> next thing you know, you're being accused of nepotism. I should have got some other kid and enslaved them for the day. I'll tell you what, though. Our, he would have had a pretty good show and tell. Oh, your I don't son, know I reckon show at school. and tell that, swearing in that one now. No, but that, that's why it's fun. I went yeah. to work with my parents. Wasn't in a fucking apartment in Sydney. As adults are just oh, swearing yeah. in front of a green screen. Yeah. So let's fucking wrap this up so we can get a beer and a burger. <laughs> um, the old uh, rock and rollers all end up the same way pretty much, don't they? The Beach Boys, Mike Love, sued Brian Wilson in the 90s for lack of writing credits on many of their songs. Uh, he also sued Brian for defamation over something Brian wrote in his autobiography. Some fuck, some rock stars just end up living too long, don't they? Like Mike had been inducted in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1988, obviously before the release of Kokomo because that should have reversed the board's decision. Um, and he made a speech where he ripped into Mick Jagger and Paul McCartney, among others. Wow. I watched it. It was fucking mad. Cheap shots. It's great. Uh, Mike said afterwards, I should have meditated earlier that day. <laughs> Again, uh, I don't reckon five seconds, you know, Five minutes sitting down, sorry, cross-legged with your own thoughts. Yeah. Is separating you from yelling that What's shit on stage. mantra, you reckon? Don't call Mick Jagger a fuckhead. <laughs> Just repeat that over and over. Don't say it, don't say it. Don't say it, don't say Worst thing you can say don't to yourself. Say it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we've had the PM, Scott Morrison, your your favourite politician, yeah. in on uh, Fox FM a few Second times. Favorite. And he's uh, he'll be standing next to me and in my head all I'm thinking is like, Imagine just saying, get a cunt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get a fuckhead. Yeah, get a fuckhead. And then in your head, don't say fuck. Don't say fuck. <laughs> That's all I want to say. <laughs> the video, if you ever see video of it, it's me almost just mouthing that to myself. Yeah. Don't say fuck. Don't say cunt. It'd be great if that came through, like you're just whispering that to yourself, <laughs> not knowing you're saying it. Pretty good. Um, the boys stopped making music and just started suing each other. Uh, Mike sued his cousin Brian many times for various shit. Wow. I've, uh, I've said this before. I'll say it again. Don't still know your fucking cousins when you grow up, especially if you're white. Some weird shit going on in your head that you can't articulate. You'll end up fighting over money every time. You know what happens when you sue your allies? What? Ruin Christmas. Certainly would. <laughs> <laughs> Brian was upset about it, um, obviously. Brian's, Brian's first wife, um, she got a fucking great deal in the divorce settlement. They were married from 1964 to 1978. Oh, wow. Still now in his late 70s, Marilyn Wilson Rutherford is asking for yet more cash, even after all these years, never having actually written a song. See. Oh, yeah. That's fucking good. Generous settlement in the first place, but to give an inch to some people, Jesus. California. You always hear that. California yeah. divorce. Bad place to get married. Bad, Well, bad place to get divorced, I think. Yeah. Um, they're well, in, it's all fucking shuckers and a surfboard mm. until you've got to divide your assets. Oh. It's a bad time. Yeah, shuckers ain't free. Nothing is. Give um, them everything and start again. Back yourself. Yeah, but even then, like if you start again and succeed, you're still fucked. Wow. In some of these settlements. Like, yeah, you might as well just wander off. Start a new life in another country. That was that another bloke that we met in the sauna. Fucking cheaper to keep her, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> get your slush fund ready, mate. What do you say? Yeah, that was get right. A, you got a, a, a stash account. fund? Stash. I don't yeah. know if we mentioned that on the Adelaide app. Yeah, we got, did. Oh, I mean, we did, yeah. yeah. Got a stash fund, mate? Yeah. When it all goes bad and you, you know. When you're divorced in a few years, mate, you can yeah. got some money. Oh, good on you, mate. Always be prepared. Well mm. done. God, every one of those people in the sauna was a fuckwit. Yeah. Do you reckon they're talking about us? <laughs> I don't think they're talking about anything. Um, in 1995, he, uh, he married former model and car saleswoman Melinda Ledbetter. Let's do it. Woo! Yeah. What a combo. She, uh, 
she was managing the boys and later Brian. Oh, great. He cannot just sign his own checks, this bloke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Separate your business and your personal life. Oh, fucking hell. Uh, then, like fast forward a few years, the band got back together in 2011. And uh, I'll tell you what, anyone in my life ever sues me for anything, successfully or otherwise, they're off the team. Get fucked. I could meditate the rest of my life full time and not forget that. Yeah. I would never forget that someone's tried to fucking sue me. My cousin, my friend, my you, whatever. That's <laughs> Meditation doesn't work anyway. No. <laughs> well, if there's a grudge like that gnawing away at your life and you can't stop thinking about being deceived all the live long day, no fucking way is meditation going to cut through that anger. And that is that is your <laughs> easy cunt, easy cunt, yeah. easy cunt. It's over. Easy it's finished. Cunt. I mean, I tried it once. No good. Like cross-legged on the floor like yeah. at kindy. Like <laughs> no one else there seemed to have a problem doing that. Yeah. If you're not a child and you can sit there for extended periods with your legs crossed, you've clearly never done a day's work in your fucking life, have you? Yeah. It hurts. Um, that's all I could think about. Maybe the that's the idea. Of shit the you pain. Have to do? No, the pain in my fucking knees oh. from <laughs> having worked all my life and trying to sit cross legged like some sort of om shit. Fucking terrible. You forget all your grudges, do you? No, not this guy. Makes it worse. I remember it. I've remembered a few that I'd forgotten. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Meant to let things go. I've picked shit back up that yeah. I dropped ages ago. Yeah, fuck. Now you, it's all in there. You got grudges? Must have some grudges. Oh, I can't think right now. I'm tired, but well, yeah. Yeah. With the kids at the minute, they won't sleep. But um, oh, yeah, there'd be some. Yeah. There's some in there. Oh, I mean, it's healthy to have some. I don't think I don't, people try to say it's cool not to have grudges. Bullshit. Got to mm. have something to get you through the day, don't you? Um, one time, the Beach Boys appeared on none other than Baywatch with David Hasselhoff. And the plot line was that Mitch Buchanan had a loose connection with Mike Love. Like growing up around the beaches of California, hard not to know the Beach Boys. So Hasselhoff recruited the Beach Boys to do a benefit concert to save the ocean. Well, you, you can count us in. Great. Absolutely. Just say when and where and we'll set the dates up. Terrific. You know, actually, we've been working on a song that would be just perfect for oh, this. Yeah. It's called Summer in Paradise. I'd love to hear it. Well, we better finish the song then. Why don't, we, <laughs> yeah. why don't we start with a chorus? Okay. Now everybody, wouldn't it be nice if we could bring back summer in paradise? Oh, you harmony. We gotta do what we know is right so we can bring back summer, summer in paradise. Wow. Now we're near the beach and yet the waves and the seagulls really cut through. <laughs> um, not a bungalow. Man, one of the absolute highlights of that particular season of Baywatch was the Beach Boys arriving and doing a song there, along with that kid who mooned the cameras from a distance and no one noticed. So it made the final edit. Great. Did you see that? No. Oh, it's sick. I love There's that. There's no point in putting edit, you know, no. audio in a podcast. It's fucking unreal. Sick. Real good. Um, Do you reckon at this point when he's going on Baywatch, he's like, fuck, I wish I'd just chilled out more on that plane. Everything was pretty good then. Oh, yeah. yeah. Brian, for sure. Yeah, he's fine. I mean, mooning, the Baywatch moon is one of my favourite things. Little, it's only like a 10-second clip, getting around it. But uh, It's probably called assault now, mooning. <laughs> I used to partake in a bit of surreptitious mooning myself. Oh, yeah, it's great. Pretty good. Haven't done it for a while. Um, Still a few weeks of festival left. Yeah, I'd do it. it's hard to do on a push bike, but if I had a car, I'd be doing it out the window. Ten no bucks problem. cash. If you get best show at Melbourne Comedy Festival, you moon everyone. <laughs> <laughs> you joke about that. Um, I'll, <laughs> I'll get my tenor ready. I'll, I'll do it. I'm not gonna. Yeah. Um, I used to. I used to have a job on a top of a ski hill in Canada, and we used to. It was me and another bloke just cruising around on a, one of those skidoos, you know, filling up coke machines and shit, and then doing store work, like bringing food up on the gondola and that. But we'd be outside a fair bit, just wandering around. And we're in uniform. People stop us all the time to take photos of them. So he used to muck around. This is pre-digital. He used to muck around with the camera. And go, how's it working? I'd just run off like 50 metres behind them and just get my ass out and he'd just take a photo of them with my ass on their shoulder. Sick. Yeah. So good. Pretty good. That's really good. <laughs> See, now the only way you can get people when they ask you to take a photo is you go, sorry, I don't have this phone and you've, you've got to flick the camera around so it's you really quick oh, yeah. and just heaps of selfies of your face trying to figure out their phone, flick it back and go, yeah, I've got it. Then you've got to take about 10 of them because yeah. they'll only slide through three or four. Yeah. Go, Perfect. Thanks, mate. Yeah, and there's your in. dumb head in yeah. the cloud again. Heaps yeah, it's a, that is a good one, but like a you know like a pickup from the chemist moon. 
a week later, that's better. You know who's a ripper at it? Because you just think a locked phone, your phone's locked, but you can always get into the camera. Yeah. Geraldine Hickey. Yeah. If you leave a phone around, fuck. I'll do a hundred of herself. Man, literally a hundred. I've got one from (laughs) Just for Laughs in Sydney the other year and she's just swinging around on a chair backstage. With a video or just? No, just photos but just snapping as she turns around. So you're getting everyone in the room. Great. Fucking really good. Oh, it's a, that's a very good trick. Um, I had one time I was working this pub in in England, and these fuckheads came in and just you know, I could put it opened up specially for them. It was their it was their wedding day. It was like twelve blokes. Yeah, did a really nice meal, like four hundred pound meal, pretty big, and, and did a, you know nice job and everything. And the boss came into the kitchen after, and he goes, "Hey boys, you know you know what we got for a tip?" I'm like, "Oh what? What'd they leave?" He goes, "Nothing, like ten pence or something they left on the table." I was like, "Fuck these guys." He goes, but they did leave this camera. And there's this really nice camera with a long lens on it and shit. And there's no one else in the pub. It was just for them. So I got on the table that they were on and got my ass out. And he nearly couldn't stand up. <laughs> He's laughing so hard. And he took, took a photo of my ass. <laughs> literally jumped off the table and, and zipped my pants up. And the guy came in and goes, don't I leave my camera here? And Bernie just goes, yeah, here it is, man. Gave it to him. Right. <laughs> so in amongst the wedding photos, there we are. Big smiling face between my legs. <laughs> Have we spoken about this, the moon you got me with, Geraldton, no. WA? Comedy oh. Festival Roadshow a few years ago. Yeah, maybe. Um, this, oh, like 2014. Fuck, a while back. Mm. Um, in this theatre, Geraldton, WA, must have been seven or 800 people and I was doing this bit about using a hose, a, a toilet hose in Thailand and the bit I talk about, I didn't know how strong the stream was going to be so I've got it pointed at my ass cheeks and I'm looking in between my legs and that night... I've got my eyes open looking in between my legs. So I'm looking side of stage and there's your mate. There you are, Luke Heggie, just pants down, <laughs> ass cheeks spread, ass all open. And I started laughing so hard on stage, tears were running down my forehead into my hair and the crowd were laughing thinking I was just laughing, describing the bit. yourself like you yeah. usually do. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> I finally regained composure. I'm laughing so much. The front of my hair is wet because tears were just streaming down the forehead. And um, I finally get it together, go to finish the bit, and then I can hear your little feet fucking <laughs> kid on Chrissy Morning style <laughs> behind the curtain and just hear, fuck it, got him. And then I lost it again. And then every night you were trying to get me. The next night I close my eyes and yeah. you're like, fuck you, I can yeah. <laughs> One day I turned around on stage. So I, point, I, I was yeah. facing the other way and again I could hear your feet sprinting around yeah. the back to try and show your asshole again. <laughs> and then one night I'm on stage, don't see you at all. I go, what is? And then I could smell a fart and I thought someone in the crowd had farted. <laughs> and then I caught out the side of my other side of stage, you just with your hand just waving a fart that you'd done over. <laughs> Man, big stage. Must have gone 10, 15 metres oh, <laughs> burning the nostrils. Terrible diet that <laughs> that tour. Um, anyway. Compared to now when we've just had a can of Coke and a fucking yeah, <laughs> pepperoni sanger. Uh, do you remember the moon? There was a – I can't find it, but there was a there was a race course, an Australian horse race going on and these, these boys – Around the back straight, there must there was a road behind the back straight. It's probably mm. gone now. I don't even know what course it was, like a Doombin or something like that. And they drove along at the same pace as the horses, with one of them with his ass out the passenger window, and just drove at the same. So it had to be on TV. So filming it, that's unreal. So good. I got um that is commitment a, again. The year before it was twenty thirteen, and I was a part of the Brisbane Comedy Festival show. This like up and comers show, and I was on with Michael Hing. And he was on stage, myself and another comedian, Dane Rathbone, were side of stage doing the same thing. Yeah. Just chucking a spread, trying to get him to see our ass and make him laugh while he's on stage and the gig finishes and he comes out the back and he gets a text from his mate. Hey. He could see <laughs> we it. We could see a crowd. couple of arseholes. <laughs> Actual arseholes. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't realise the end of the front row could see us. Yeah. They're gotta, watching their mate. You've got to be careful with that. <laughs> Oh, um, anyway, over at uh, over at brianwilson.com, mm-hmm. you can buy a Help Me Ronda Raglan retro shirt for 40 us dollars. Uh, Marilyn probably gets her cut of the merch oh, yeah. too still. I don't know. So take care. Moves with the times, old Brian. 
You can get a smile Brian Wilson face mask if you want on his website. He's touring with Chicago this summer, no less. Wow. Solo Brian on his piano. He's a he's a very like an influential musical um, character. Uh, Brian Brian is also on Instagram. Not many seventy nine year olds are over there. Although it reads like he's talking about himself in the third person, so I'm sus. Yeah. Unless there's an ambitious grandchild writing it for him. You know those ones. You're not even yeah, and um, you're not even getting close. I'm sorry, Brian, to the king of Instagram. If it makes you take a quiet moment for a walk and go, I got to check in with the M and the E. <laughs> yeah. Um. Oh, those grandchildren are the worst, I reckon, worse than, kids, worse than children for famous people. Couldn't be bothered living a fruitful life, so they call themselves an historian or some shit, mm. get a job as an assistant and act like they're providing a service rather than sponging off granddad's hard work and talent. Well, Imagine, I guess the kids of those superstars probably didn't say much. The grandkids have seen them all. Yeah, I'd say so. So of yeah. course I want to hang out with them. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Imagine seeing all the freeloading fuckheads crowding around your deathbed. You gotta you gotta lie your way through life saying you have a job, but you're just a scab. Yuck. Anyway, I don't know what Brian would have thought of that. Anyway, I'm I'm aware um, that especially lately I've made absolutely no effort to round down an episode with something pithy or pertinent. So in conclusion, I've finished. Have that. Mm. In the words of the great man, Luke Heggie, have that. <laughs> That brings us to the end of another episode of Mid-Flight Brawl. Thanks for listening. Thanks for telling your mates and getting around us. Again, if you want to help keep the lights on here at MFB HQ, get on patreon.com slash midflightbrawl. Heggy and I both have shows at the Melbourne Comedy Festival. You're mm-hmm. here all month. Yeah, I'm here for another couple of weeks at least. Fuck yeah. Get to lukeheggy.com, nickcody.com.au. Then we're doing Brisbane, Sydney, Perth, Newcastle. Damn you're part straight. of Newcastle yeah, after that. Well, I'm going to Newcastle June 3. I don't know when you're right. there. I assume you're there pre that. And then we're doing split shows together in Hobart and Launceston, middle of the year, and live mid-fly brawls there as well. Again, thanks for your support. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Yeah, it's you, mate. Thanks for tuning in to Midair Brawl. This is our very first episode. Heggy, you're already shaking your head. It's mid-flight brawl, dickhead. Oh, fucking hell. Okay, ready to go. The clap. Hang on, sorry, I fucked it. Clap. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.